here with uh, with, with Matt Fenby Taylor, um, CPO at ClearScore, previously at SoundCloud and, and Skyscanner, um, to record another episode of, of Road to CPO, where we discuss some pitfalls that people maybe fall into, some traps people fall into, advice to the next wave of budding CPOs, and uh, and, and hear it from very very talented and and experienced people in the position so um thank you very much for joining me man thanks for having me luke it's great to be here well, thank you very much so tell me a little bit about your your journey so far and and your background and how you got to where you are yeah sure i mean um i think as as with uh as as with any journey um any career path it's it's a bunch of serendipity and luck and timing and you know various other things um i i i basically chanced into the music industry um straight out of uh, out of university um just as um digital distribution digital um supply of music was um was starting so um i joined sony music and helped them set up um set up their, their their digital supply chain and basically getting getting music to the likes of uh apple and spotify um for for, for people to consume and um a few years a few years into that uh, a new cto joined the organization and he brought along a fantastic concept of of uh, of agile software development uh and he described to me um what product management was uh and a light bulb went off my head and i was like that that is what floats my boat that sort of really understanding why sort of figuring out what 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 are the real problems to solve how do we really make the whole thing better um and that that really that really kicked off my um my 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 product management career um and you know just bunch of good opportunities um you know learning from my mistakes learning from where, where, where you know what i've enjoyed what i've not um has sort of led me to really being focused on um marketplaces and particularly mission-led marketplaces so um i was at soundcloud for for a fair number of years helping them build out um build out their um creator uh, offering and and working with the rest of the music industry to uh to to to, to, to basically get licensed and uh and, and launch consumer subscription product um then moved to skyscanner um uh, helped them build a number of uh number of different new new parts of the uh new parts of their their value proposition um and then about four years ago um i joined uh clearscore as their chief product officer so helping consumers make better financial decisions on the back of their credit score data and uh, and, and uh, credit report. Yeah, fantastic. Go ClearScore's gone. So I, I've been a member of ClearScore for, I think, about four years, for maybe five years. Um, and you know, the business has, has become a household name under, you know, in that time. Um, it was even four or five years ago i wasn't too sure maybe it's where i was in my i suppose in my life um but uh but over the last four four or five years there has been a huge amount of growth and has that has that come from a lot of what you've been doing have you had that direct influence with with your teams i i i think it's come from a lot of work from uh, a lot of different areas but you know clear score is very much a 
uh, a product-led uh, company very much thinking about how do we uh, create a great experience for our users in a way that um, isn't all about short-term revenue. Um, you know, I, I, um, I never thought I'd work in financial services because I thought that was a place where the user was quite low down the priority list, should I say. Um, and I'm glad that I found somewhere that 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 it isn't. So um, I think what what Clisco does very well is um, sort of strong brand and strong marketing. Um, you know, yeah. we've always we've always done that done that very well. And uh, Justin, the co-founder and CEO, um, has um, sort of strong uh, strong views and strong uh, strong ability to sort of really get uh, a, a great band in place and. Yeah, when when Clisco first launched um, back in uh, well, how long ago? Eight years ago now. Um, yeah, the the uh, moose television ads. So moose was uh, the dog, uh, and people still still remember uh, moose uh, from uh, from all that all that time ago. So yeah, I think I, I think he did really well. Um, you know, having a, a great product, find product market fit very uh, very fast. And bringing the right proposition with with sort of brand vehicle um, to uh, to market, but but our growth uh, both from a from a, a sort of user point of view and a revenue point of view um, is is about the whole how the whole thing comes together. You know, we've got a great commercial team who have um, excellent partnerships with um, with uh, with all of our financial services providers. Um, you know, we've got a great relationship with with with, with Equifax. Um, but but yeah, I'm very proud that we very much focus on uh, focus on the user through through the product. Um, and how do we how do we create a product that is really clear, calm, easy to understand, and helps people um, make those uh, make those difficult financial decisions? Because often you're 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 focused on uh, you're focused on your credit score, you're focused on your credit report, um, not because you've got a bucket load of cash and you're figuring out how to how to you know, best use it. It's because you haven't quite got enough cash, and you know you really yeah. do need uh, do need that help. So, um, yeah, we put we put a lot of uh, effort and focus on that. And how do we um, how do we build a product that that really helps users um, uh, make those make those financial decisions that matter? You 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 talk with a lot of pride um, when yeah, when absolutely. you're talking about what you guys do. It's been, that's really really good to to see and to to feel. Um, so then, tell me how your role and your i suppose your remit changed from from previous product leadership roles you know you've you've, you've just walked into a cpo a cpo mm-hmm. role um was it a shock to the system was it a case of stepping into it and then going oh bugger yeah there's a lot more to this than i see i saw from the from the level you know the, say level down but you know the, the rung beneath um, or was it a case of no? I knew exactly what it what it was like stepping into it, and I knew what I needed to do. Great question. I mean, sort of intellectually, if you know what I mean. I I I, I sort of knew what to expect. So as I was as I was leaving um, uh, Skyscanner, um, Brian, the the CEO um, at Skyscanner, uh, and I were having a having a chat, um, and. He's like, look, everything changes when when you're on the exec because suddenly it's not about your function; it's about the whole thing, and it's about the you know the cabinet responsibility, and it's about um, you know it, it's really about giving a shit about the whole 
and holding that context and what you do and and how you do it. it it is just different so you know buckle in it's you know it's it's gonna be an interesting ride um and uh i was excited for that you know that that's that's sort of what i was what i was hoping for but knowing it's going to happen and sort of living it are, are quite different things and um it is a different it is a different a different setup um you know if, if you take that sort of five dysfunctions of a team lens about who your first team is you know as a as a sort of icpm you know your first team is you know your designer your em lead um you know your your your, your squad you know that whatever you call it that that sort of functional unit with whom you are you are you know, doing whatever it is that you're doing as you as you get into a, a pm sort of management layer it's it's usually a group of squads and you know those pms and how you bring that together to 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 drive a larger strategic strategic outcome but as a member of the exec it's the whole company you know you are you're responsible to the board for the whole thing and you need to you really need to understand the whole thing in a way that um you just don't to other levels and really the only way to make that work is is sort of like to to be curious to to really give a shit about stuff that you've never really had to uh had to do so so i think um you don't don't underestimate how much of a time you're you're thinking about or working on things that aren't directly your functional responsibility but you have a you 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 have a piece of or you have a responsibility for either because you know, you you really care about it so yeah. you know, i'm i'm quite active in um you know a number of clear schools sort of diversity and um and uh efforts to get to net zero for instance because i'm i'm just passionate about that stuff and you know, it needs an exec to to sort of be there and 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 to to get involved and and to you know pro- provide that provide that leadership or because it's about you know multiple functions coming together and and um you're figuring out how to how to um achieve that big goal that they you have know, overarching thing you know, it might be about entering a new market it might be about diversification it might be about you know dealing with you know the, the macroeconomic headwinds which many many companies are, are are dealing with right now or fundraising or you know whatever it is um yeah that that's a big that's a big piece of it and cabinet responsibility that sort of commitment to yeah as an executive team we debate we may disagree but we commit and then we lead through from that is just critical you know this exec teams who are sort of playing their own politics who who are um fighting who who are disagreeing um yeah the teams see that they smell that they can yeah, and, and and it 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 creates uncertainty. It it dilutes focus. It yeah feeds the 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 you know the the gossip chain, whatever it is. So, so you know the more you've got that cabinet responsibility, um, the better. And you know it's it's hard because you might not agree, um, but you you really have to uh, find a way to uh, to make that work. And yeah, that's been that's been a sort of big learning for me and something that. Um, yeah, you know, I'll I'll continue to 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 be learning you know on that on that journey of how how best to do that. You know, it's about the people, and as you get that evolution, and yeah, all about some yeah. good stuff. And when you're when you're taking on um, 
more responsibility with with other areas you've not had that exposure to in the past or you've got to i'm going to coin your phrase here you've got to give a shit about something you've never been involved with Mm. is that a natural do do you find yourself moving towards trying to have an impact with things that you do personally care about and you want to implement within the company or are there times when you know you have to have an opinion and you have to deeply care about something but but really you're forcing that to be the case rather than it be a natural transition um i mean it, there's there's always a bit of a balance i, I you know I, I think for most topics um you're somewhere on the spectrum of i am all in and i would wake up every day and smash myself into this problem because i just love it all the way through to what who why uh, <laughs> and and you 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 you're somewhere on that spectrum and i think you know the more towards the passive the more towards the uninterested you are i think actually the harder it is to detect that to sort of yeah see that and so you know one of the things that i found most valuable is other people giving me that feedback of no matter really you you've got to care about this this is important and here's why um and and trying to trying to make yourself sort of like um approachable enough that people are going to give you that feedback of uh, yeah here's why i need you to care about this here's the yeah here's here's the reason here's here's the here's the thing um and you know i i i would say if you are the sort of person who you know just you wake up and you just want to do that thing um you know m- maybe a senior ic role is a better fit for you than than you know um a, 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 an executive role for that reason yeah sometimes you do have to motivate yourself sometimes you do have to sort of learn you know your own inner motivation motivational techniques to get you to uh leaning into that stuff that you know on the surface you might be not particularly interested in or might not be in your wheelhouse but you've really you've really got to go for it i mean I, you know i don't know maybe this is maybe you know maybe this is just my my sort of pm bias but i i think pms have a little bit of an advantage here because generally we're jacks of all trades you know we're we're, we're not as good at solutions and design and uxr and you know, all the different things that you know parts of a design function um you know need to be you know some of us may be ex-engineers some of us may be you know from, you know, from whatever bias on that but we'll never be as good as you know your senior IC engineering team. You'll never be as you know, strong at, at you know, business modeling, whatever, as, as your commercial team. But we know that we have to bring the whole thing together in order to be able to do our jobs well. You know, we can't just be about, oh, isn't that pretty? And isn't that amazing? And isn't that a great design? It has to be about you know, value, viability, feasibility, you know, all, all, all the different pieces. And so I think it's about really reminding yourself that, that as you get to the exact way, it's about the whole company. And therefore, it's about all the different things. You do need to care about the finance team. You do need to care about customer operations and how people experience your customer service. You do need to care about, my, hopefully, every PM cares about marketing, but you know, you'd be surprised. You know, but you need to be right, you know, right in there for maybe things that that um, that, that you may be, you know, maybe less so about, you know, brand campaigns and you know, various various things like that so um 
Yeah, play play, play on that sort of I think in eight pm strength and uh, sort of drive it out, and uh, it can it can work. How hard is it to? You've been in product. You you're driving the product, whether it's the strategy, whether it's the delivery. You're as you're coming through the ranks, it is just product, product. Okay, marketing and sales, and mm-hmm. you collaborate with other functions. Yeah, of course. But to then get to this exec level, where now your ten your attention's being taken away from the thing you know and the thing you've known for years. On the other side of it, instead of you know, having to care about everything else. How hard is it relinquishing a pure product focus? And and how hard is it taking other things on board when you reset? I'm imagining your DR that I don't, I'm not head of product, I'm a recruiter, but I'd imagine your default setting is product. How hard is it to stop yourself going back into that? Um, I, I find it quite hard. Or yeah, but partly because at the end of the day, there is a hierarchy of needs, and your functions, the functions that you're responsible for, which yeah might be might be uh, might just be product management, might be you know including design, you know the rise of the CPTO, it might be even might, you know it might be all of what 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 we call at close called makers. Um, you know everybody who is who, who is making the product um if if that's not working well if that's not functioning well whether that be from sort of like a team t- team capability and happiness you know to, to to the ability to create outputs to the ability to then from those outputs create outcomes if you haven't got your baseline there you're in trouble and you know you 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 have to get that piece right and then from there, that is that, that that is where you know you can then go and um go and uh, increase your scope, increase your breadth, increase your your you know your, that 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 sphere of influence. Um, and you know, my advice to anybody coming into an exec role, either for the first time or just moving to a new company, is get get your basics right. You know, otherwise, it is just you know this sort of constant bleeding of of um uh focus and 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 energy that you will have so you know try to get those basics in place try to get that you know that bit right and you know that that might not take you very long that might be major root and branch um you know changes or new ways of working or you know whatever it might be but 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 get that get that piece right and then once you're there it's about bar raising yeah, it's about you know, how do you how do you keep the organization, particularly your organization, striving to be better, striving to achieve the outcomes which are being asked of it. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I think a lot in the in, in the product community are are watching Airbnb and what Brian Chesky's trying to do over there with uh, uh, a bag of popcorn and and yeah, you know, quite a lot of interest. But fundamentally, the problems he's trying to solve, I I, I think he's right, and you know being in the details i yeah i i i agree with him yeah as a as, as any leader i think you need to be able to you know get into the specific details that a team is working on and um make sure that the quality is there that you know the bar is there that you know something is you know something is great it's not just about management it's not just about you know, career pathing and making people happy and ensuring your know, OKRs are beautiful and well set and all that sort of stuff. 
if the you know if 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 the product itself isn't great, you know, in, in you know. If, if, if the designs that you're seeing or the plan you know isn't isn't good you need to be able to sort of uh help the team understand that understand why you know why you think that and you know, uh stretch them to to um to to try again and to you know to 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 to, to hit that um hit that hit that bar so you know you you have to do that but i think that the 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 sort of good thing really is once you're at that stage that's really what it's about everywhere else as well. It's about that bar raising. It's about that you know, you know stretching. It's about you know being the arbiter of 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 um, of of you know, what good looks like in your organization. Um, I can't remember who who the quotes from, but you know culture is behaviors you accept, um, and you know the 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 culture of your company will be you know the behaviors that you accept, where your bar is, what you know what quality looks like um and so you know i think it's 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 critical you know the the, the leads of an organization are directly responsible for making sure that's right nice but it's a it's a very very good point that you make there about culture um and and continuously raising the bar through culture there was a point that you made uh, before that about anybody either coming into a new company as a cpo or stepping into a CPO role where they are about getting getting the basics right, mm. and given your given your experience and what the way you attacked it and went into it, um, what would you say the the fundamentals are for? We'll we'll take we'll use your experience as an example. Moving into a new company as a CPO because it's mm-hmm. that's going to throw up different challenges to being promoted to CPO and then managing peers that you yeah, were, you absolutely. Were, you know, working with. Um, when you look back at your first six months, a year, um, what do you think you absolutely nailed and, and what advice would you give based on maybe, I'm not saying you did anything wrong, but, you know, may, a couple of things that you would you would not do? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great question. And, yeah, I think... Um... You know, your mileage may vary because in my first six months, uh, COVID became a thing. We entered lockdown and, you know, I'd, I'd only met like maybe a quarter of the team face to face before we were all like this on Zoom and, you know, uh, doing everything remotely. So it was an interesting time. But, you know, I think um, I think the first thing is is just shut up and listen. Yeah, you know, ask all the questions, understand the context, ask why constantly you know five whys it you know seven hats it you know whatever framework you want to do really try and understand what is going on and why why are what what why are the things the way that they appear to be um and then based on that understand what it is that the company is trying to achieve and how that connects to what 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 your team what you're responsible for what the what that is validate that with the right um you know your right peers with you know that'd usually be with, you know, with the cto with maybe a chief data officer or you know a you know certainly with the ceo um and, and from that point where you've got look okay look th- this is what i think's going on this is where i think we need to go um you've got to be so explicit with the team you, you've got to be really really clear you know, don't try and do it by stealth you know, you know, be, be very open about it of 
okay, this is where I think we're at. This is where I think we need to go. These are the changes I think we need to make. Really welcome feedback. You know, I've only been here however long it is. You are, you are there by that point, hopefully somewhere between maybe three and six months. Um, and this is where we are going to go. And we want to support you. I want to support you in that journey. Um, but acknowledge that that not everybody might be up for that journey and deal with that in a you know a responsible compassionate people first way um and yeah just set those clear expectations and then be relentless in working working towards them um yeah i think that yeah to, to sort of look at it from the other side i think the worst thing you could do or a very negative thing that you could do would just be unclear about that and then you know try and sort of like work people out of the business or you know change things around people or whatever you just be really really clear and normally when you're doing something like this um as a cpo you're affecting how the overall organization uh who are making the product work so you you know it's it you know, it is that balance here's that trifecta between product design and engineering if you perhaps move a little bit about what product's about well that is going to have that is going to have some impact on most likely design and engineering as well. So you know, bring everybody along on that on that journey. Um, hard to do, um, yeah. And yeah, it will very much be about your leadership style, how you how you work. Um, but yeah, get get into that. I think you know, looking back on my journey, I think what what I wasn't um, what I didn't grapple with early enough is that um well what i was doing was creating a bit of a gap between product management and engineering and we didn't figure out how to how, how to uh sort of tessellate that properly um early enough and that 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 caused us that caused us some issues but you know we we uh we course corrected and you know we're uh we're in a much better much better place now but yeah, you know, looking back, I think it's it's those sorts of mistakes of you know the unintended consequences and you know the the gaps or the 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 the, uh, the knock on impacts, the sort of second, third, fourth order stuff, which uh, which yeah. tends to be the stuff that bites you in the butt, in my experience. And it's um it something that's come up in a in a couple of episodes is exactly what you said there work out the relationships work out you know you said you come in you need to make sure you know who you're, you're speaking to and what everybody needs um what do you think is the key relationship when you come in as a cpo is it is it with the board is it with the ceo is it is it winning over your team um everybody I think it's it, it's going to depend a little bit on the organization that you're coming into. So, for instance, if you are joining a founder-led business, it's pretty rare for that founder not to have been the product leader at some point through that journey. Um, and so how, that how, relationship. How, sorry to interrupt you. This is a this is a subject that I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I have a lot of conversations about. And we've seen in and just a bit of context, we've seen in this market that over the last year where where there've been a lot of redundancies in in you know well established companies as well as well as startups. A lot of companies have gone from being product led to then becoming more service led or, mm -hmm. or you know just 
batting down the hatches and and just doing what they need to do to kind of survive and just keep turning over a bit of cash um which is often seen ceos then become product leaders as well in the business again mm-hmm. how how hard is it to manage that relationship with somebody who's led a business from a product perspective but isn't a product head to come into the cpo it's uh yeah it's always going to be difficult um you know it's it's your founders founders are a unique employee type um they embody usually the product and the business in a way that nobody else ever can and ever will and with that comes great great positives and benefits and it comes with some drawbacks and some downsides as any strength tends to so for instance your their context the context they're going to have the depth with which they they that they were thinking about it the fact they've been there on the whole journey and they know why pretty much every decision or certainly every major decision was made is is absolutely invaluable um and generally the passion that that, that they bring um and the connection between the business the product and the mission is tangible sometimes it's you know it, it is it is extremely strong you know, the flip side is you know, their ability to sort of disambiguate themselves from the business themselves from the product um can make decision making um you know, as much about emotion or gut as it can be about you know uh data or evidence or hypotheses or you know, wh- wh- whatever it is and yeah that, that that can be a really great pairing of you know as a as a product leader coming in with a set of frameworks coming in with with ways of doing it that that can interpret that passion that uh that drive that energy that knowledge and go well okay if this is where we're going this is this is what needs to be true. This is this this is how we can do it. This is whatever it is. But it, it's always going to be different. And every founder, certainly product thinking founder, you know, I, I've worked with um, uh, what's Justin? Justin's my fourth founder that I've uh, that I've worked directly with. Yeah, every founder sort of has their own flavor. They have their own sort of special mix. And of those of those four founders, only one really wasn't like super into the product. Yeah, they they were very much like the the um, personification of the business. They you know, they were deep into the culture, into you know the the you know, the success and the failure of the business. And his co-founder was uh, was was the one who was really like the the personification of the product. But yeah, pretty much everybody's going to get into that. So got to build that relationship. You've got to understand how to tap into those strengths and and, and deal with that. So yeah, my advice would be have those honest conversations have those crunchy conversations find a way to disagree and commit find a way to um to to um uh harness the strengths that they that that they have um and uh and go from there um 
Now, that doesn't mean that should be 100% your, to sort of get back to your question, that doesn't mean that should be 100% your focus. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, that is that is critical if you're in a family-led business and you know, get you know, if you don't get that right, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's not going to work. But yeah, again, so it, it would depend a little bit on the business. But you, know, you what needs to be true is that your um, you know, the, the 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 exec who are responsible for the other pieces of the business that that you need to be successful. You got to bring them along, and then of, you know, absolutely and obviously, and certainly not last in 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 a priority point of view. You you've got to have a team. And you know the team needs to buy in, and you know, the team needs to be into the vision. And they need to understand how you know there's there's this sort of connection between you know the company's mission, you know the product vision that you've laid out, the product strategy to execute against that against that vision, and how the whole thing lines up, and what their piece of it is, and and you know specifically what that is. And yeah, it's you 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 need all three to um to 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 make it work yeah you need you need up which might you know in other businesses it might be more about the board than the ceo you know whatever that is you need you know you need your your um your uh colleagues sideways and then you need your team uh as well very very good advice for for the next uh wave of budding cpos um I think final final question, which I suppose it does it, it lends itself into what we've been discussing. Um, we've been discussing what happens when you get to CPO and what you have to do when you're there um, to make your life easier. When you look back at your time as a director and and you know senior IC um, in product. Is there anything that you you can think of that that's a very closed question? Um, what can you think of uh, that you could almost put in a bit of a, a to do list at that level that you think could help accelerate your journey to to CPO? Um, there's definitely a lot of stuff which carries over. Uh, yeah, I think being able to hire great people, being a great interviewer, um, really understanding you the sort of different flavors and types not just a product manager but of you know designers and engineers and basically how to how to pull together the right type of team for the right type of challenge so you know there's there's absolutely no point you putting sort of like a peacetime librarian type pm onto a or even into a wartime like organization for instance um and then you you know even if you know, it, it would make sense for the org you probably don't put them onto a you know greenfield high intensity zero to one like uh, uh um uh, uh product area um you know you you might put them into sort of you know platform pming or you know core uh you know, core pm and and you really honing those skills um about how to do that how to hire how to build a good team how to deploy that good team um and just you know the more experience you can build up of you know the the gray and by the gray i mean the you know when when does this framework work when does it not where where, where is it on the continuum and you know you you, you meet some some leaders and this isn't just a product thing but i think uh, i think products products certainly suffers from it as much as anybody else of no this is the way yeah marty kagan style completely autonomous teams this is the way very sort of like um uh focused 
or no it's all about you know this type of person and you know you can build an amazing no it's you know, it, it's the right framework for the right time the right type of person for the right type of team for the right problem for the right yeah you know, whatever and and as a result it, it's not, nothing's binary um or it's very rare that that there's something's binary and knowing how to pull on the you know that toolkit what's the right toolkit for the right time is um is is the experience which you should be building up so the more you can expose yourself to different organizational types um you know if you've never worked in a founder-led business try to get a founder-led business under your belt if you've never worked in a public company try to get a public company in there you know try to do some zero to one stuff try to you know the the, the more of that experience that you can that you can build the more flexible and adaptable you adaptable you are going to be for the different situations that you will come across as a cpo and you know if there's one thing the last couple of years i think it's probably to all of us is you know the volatility of the world right now is just through the roof yeah it's like black swan event after black swan event and you know yeah. you need to be able to respond to that and i think the deeper that experience set is um you know the, the better you can be so almost all of it will be applicable but i'd really focus on those sort of basics of how to build a great team what the right sort of team for the right situation is you know great hiring great you know those those sorts of things um you know the stronger you can be at that the better wonderful i oh, really appreciate really appreciate all your advice and and time i'm sure um anyone and everyone that that is watching this will do as well thank you so much for joining me it was a pleasure thanks luke